You're listening to the Periodic Table of Awesome podcast, bringing you the best of geek from week to week. Join your hosts, Dion and Quinny, and the occasional special guest as they talk movies, TV, gaming, toys, comics, and everything in between. I'm Jane. I'm John. Love and happiness. Banking card and marriage registration. Something that can make you do right. Married. Yeah, I guess we're married. Make you do right. They didn't bring up that we'd be paired into the last interview. It's an old KGB tactic. They draw less attention as a couple. Very romantic. What is it that you two do? We're software engineers. engineers. Administer single dose, no casualties. Ah! What? Ah! You think if the company hadn't matched you, you'd be compatible? You're sitting underneath a shelter I made. I made this fire. I got you this fish. Shelter, food, fire, water. No. Maybe. Work, life, romance. They're all part of the same project. You said you love me. Yeah, you did too. We're about to die. So you didn't mean it? No, I do. That's cool. Sorry. It's just a job. It is not life and death. Do you feel better? Hello and welcome to the Periodic Table of Awesome. My name is Dion and tonight I am joined on this very special Monday by Quinny and Jill. Yay! And who are we talking about? What's the roll call? Mr. Smith? Um, Mrs. Smith. <laughs> Present. Present. Yes. Uh, yeah, welcome to Monday. <clears throat> Monday yeah. feels weird. I don't know. It feels strange to me. I feel slightly out of whack. I mean, is it Monday? My yeah. whole week is going to be fucked now. <laughs> yeah. 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 But that's Things are happening in the wrong days. That's it's because very tomorrow is uh, Webin time. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. It's Madam Webb tomorrow that uh, is going to be happy. So we're doing this special Mr. and Mrs. Smith um, on, uh, on a Monday. Happy Monday. Yes. Which I I must admit I hadn't, I was aware that we were doing, but hadn't gotten around to watching any of it until this weekend. So, but did you see, did you see enough? I smashed through a lot of Donald Glover and and, Ah. uh, Maya Erskine. Yeah. And hilariously, because we had to change the day, Peter, who was the one who raised this particular show, isn't able to join us today because she's an actor. Well, she was at the actors. She's been very busy. Yes, yeah. doing yeah. doing other things, but yeah, this is not. Um, do you know? I was very uh, curious to find out that there are four different Mister and Missus Smiths in television slash movie land, and it freaked me a little bit out. Yes, yeah, I thought that was very strange. Mm. Yeah. Especially considering, like, you know, when when the movie the the Brangelina movie came out, it seemed like yeah, yeah this really original concept, and then yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nah. then you look back. So and what go, was so there was a 1941 movie called Mr. and Mrs. Smith, uh, which was a comedy directed by Alfred Hitchcock. 
Oh, really? Yes. Oh. Exactly. So that is some sort of notoriety. But does it have anything okay. to do with them both being spies and trying to murder each other? No. Oh, oh really? Yeah. So, okay. Yeah, right. So there's your Mr. and Mrs. Smith. And then you have the the thing that I completely missed, but Quinny, you did extra reading on your homework because you went and had a look at some of the 1996 television show, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Oh, yeah. Starring um, Scott Bakula. I, I mean, Scott Bakula is there, yes. Um, but also, it's really important that you understand how present Timothy Oliphant is in it. Oh! Wait, um, Timothy Oliphant's not that old, is he? Uh, Timothy Oliphant is playing <laughs> the cool, young, hip um, assistant uh, like character oh, who in the first episode shows up looking like uh, a dude out of Creed um, with the little soul patch and everything, <laughs> oh, and no. he's called Scooby. Oh, no. Uh, yep, yep. <laughs> Gotta love these ones. I was like, 1996 wasn't that long ago. Oh, yes, it yes, was. Yes, it was. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that was no. that was that was a thing. That was a lot going on there. Um, and uh, just looking nice. at it, the 1941 film is actually Alfred Hitchcock's only pure comedy. Oh, I don't know. Like the birds uh, is pretty funny. <laughs> 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 to be honest, you know, <laughs> Tippy Hedren didn't feel like it. Was that funny? But you know, what else had a Oh, I could. Oh, that's good. That's very funny. Uh, and then, yeah, the 1996 one was the one that threw me out because that is about the same thing, isn't it? Like spies, mm. you know. Yeah, it is. It's sort of got a very different vibe. Like um, it's very definitely, I only watched part of the pilot and it's very definitely um, a, a TV spy thing. Um, there's a, uh, like the organisation mm. that they, or that one of them works for, mm. He's it's uh, feels a bit like the pretender or something like that. Yeah. He's got a handler, oh, you know. The pretender. It's the yeah. it's the crime well. drama. Like that was a crime drama series, and then you've got the. But it's still comedy. Like it's still very definitely aimed at sexy comedy, and it's pretty pretty sexy and fast and loose for a nineteen ninety six show. Like there was okay. oh, the nineties was cool, man. Yeah, we were, we, were, um, we were playing by weird rules. And and the thing that really got me is that he's the the guy running the show was the uh the old grumpy dude from Beauty and the Beast, um like the old bearded guy who used to be in charge of the underground people with the the, 90s the Beauty and the Beast. Beauty that, and the Beast. Yeah, the oh, one you took so the Ron television Perlman show. I'm running Shit. through. I was running through the Disney cartoon going, which old no. guy? <laughs> are mm. you talking about right? Yeah, the 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 uh, Linda Hamilton, Ron Perlman, Beauty and the Beast. Thank you. Oh yes. wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'm just trying to find the name of the actor because I, he just yeah. walked onto the stage and I went, "Oh motherfucker, it's you! What are you doing here? <laughs> it's that guy. Aren't you meant to be underground? He's doing mm. stuff." Uh, yeah. And then and then we get to the 2005 Angelina Jolie. Oh my God! Why is Brad Pitt breaking up a marriage oh. or whatever that kind of film was all about? Mm. Um, yeah. Which, yeah. Uh, on rewatch, not as good as I remember. Right. <laughs> okay. I had a little bit of a. Well, I watched it for the first time today. I never bothered the first time around. Yeah. I was like, eh. But it just. Yeah. It's generic action. It, mm. But it had a yeah. few bits of things which I want to refer to later based on, like, to compare it to, because this one is yeah. technically a TV remake of that film not understanding that yeah. there's a franchise that goes back a long way, which is yeah. just to prove that Hollywood recycles everything. 
Yes. But it's new and it's fresh. Um, and it's very different. Like, it's got a very different vibe from that that 2000. I mean, everyone would expect it to have a very different vibe from the 2006 yeah. movie. Somewhat. But, I feel like yeah. they were trying to get the, some capture some of that magic. But it's also an interesting production um, because originally it was supposed to be Donald Glover and Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Oh, uh, oh yeah. wow. Like, that's like uh, Phoebe dropped out of it due to creative differences. Um but yeah, it was replaced. So there's quite a. It's interesting. There's more. See, now there's more I'm to it now. Far more interested in what that show would have been. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's interesting because they they were in solo together, and then this was their next mm. project that they were going to work on as a as a as a as a couple kind of thing. But that's yeah. I mean, it's, it's very. Like, I just look at it. I go. I look. I watch solo and the dynamic between Lando and the droid whose name I should really know because I'm a nerd, but I can't remember. Um, and then How I watch- How can we not even gonk you for that? I, I know, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's on the tip of my tongue. Starts with L something. I don't know. People look up Google. Mm. Okay. Uh, yeah, so there's that. And then we get this and we've and now, mm. now I've watched it. Yeah. Yes. Um, L337. She's Leet. Yes. Leet. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Um, Great. Yeah. Now that now that I see that written down, I I want to vomit some, in my mouth a little. Yeah. Some little nerd boy made up that name. Gross. Uh, at least yeah. it wasn't L Eat. Yeah. Uh, none of them good. Look, there's, um, there's not the, like you have to sh- you have to sift through the shit in Star Wars. We all know I this. Even you just think have kids to... these days know what leet means anymore. Lol, noob. Uh, <laughs> right, I'm, just, I'm just gonna do it and get to the raffle copter. Oh, oh you're hurting me. Sorry, my bad. Sorry, my um, bad. Um, so funny. Mr. and Mrs. Yeah. Smith, an update for mm. the 2024s. Fuck, I keep trying to remind myself. Uh, like mm. we're in the 20, we're in the 20s. It's the Roaring Twenties again. We're almost mm. halfway through the 20s. Jesus. Stop that. <laughs> and Ron Perlman is talking about incontinence. Yeah, see, this is this is where I had a real problem. The moment that we hit that that episode and Ron fucking Perlman, Hellboy himself, is is going, I'm an old man. I'm like, you can't be. You're not allowed. <laughs> Didn't you watch Sons of Anarchy, Quinny? No. Oh, Jesus. What were you what have you been doing with your life? I thought you were I a was. nerd. I actually no. I watched the first season, and after that, I was like, "Yeah, I'll come back to that." But I did have a friend who showed up in Mayans. Um, yeah, the the weird, shitty, cheaper spin-off series. Mm. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah. That's there you go. Good. Yeah, uh, I, I haven't watched that either. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, how about a synopsis about this? Yes, show? let's do that. That sounds like a fucking <laughs> oh, great idea. Would you like some music? Can I would I get... love some music. I oh, I see if it's. Um... Yeah, better get there. Do you have a shit accent? <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know what accent goes with this. <laughs> Please um, don't do an urban accent. No. <laughs> uh, um, I tell you what, no. I don't actually have any music for this. Um, oh, we're going to oh. put it in later. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be like, do, do, just, just imagine, imagine there's music going. Sounds, because I just wanted to check know, and I was like, push the button. And it's like, button is empty. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Just imagine some kind of lo-fi, chill, hip-hop kind of thing. Oh. Seems to be the, the the theme for the whole. Be a childish Gambino hit. Who knows? This is America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why not? 
<laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, two strangers land jobs with a spy agency that offers them a life of espionage, wealth, and travel. The catch? These new identities are in arranged marriage. Are they Angelina Bre and Brad? Nah, it's a TV budget. See John run. Run, John, run. See Jane shoot. Shoot, Jane, shoot. <laughs> there you go. Thanks. Mr. and Mrs. Smith. I'm it just was a very short synopsis. I was having to pat it. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah you did a good job. Yeah. Uh, what, what an interesting show this was, kind of. <laughs> it felt... Oh, it feels good, but at the same time, so chill and kind of low-key. It's very different. Mm. Like, I wasn't sure what to expect. I thought, oh, okay, the Mr. and Mrs. Smith movie. It's going to be action. It's going to be spy thriller. But mm. it was really laid back. So laid back. It was weird. Like, there was maybe three good action sequences throughout the whole series. And, like, one of them is a very big action sequence. Like, there, there's mm. one in, in Italy that is like, holy shit, there's, there's been a lot of money thrown at this and a lot of location budget and a lot of cars and people and shooting and everything. And then the rest of the show is like, there's a lot of people in rooms talking. Yeah. But this is the thing, isn't it supposed to be a relationship drama with some comedy elements and action? I and mean, then... yeah, that's it. It leans more into the whole relationship side rather than the action spy side. Mm. So that was an interesting take. Yeah. yeah. It's like I had, I think I got like a little bit bored with it in the sense that at some points I was like, well, you don't really know what you're trying to be. And it's not as... Uh, like the the film. Okay, going back and watching mm -hmm. the film, I understood that because I just watched it a bit recently. Um, it it had a lot of sarcasm and passive aggressiveness and just kind of bad relationship mojo of people who were in a relationship already, and that's mm -hmm. what it was all about. Like the movie was about people who got together, were in a relationship, and then it it had become stale. But their work life was still okay and then it becomes an enmeshed thing and sure mm. we, that's this one was kind of like hey i guess we're married now so we'll just try and get through that while we're committing serious crimes um yeah but the differences were in the movie they didn't know that the other person was a spy yeah. and in this one it's very definitely this is a partnership and you're working together in this situation yeah. and it just felt mm. like uh there was a little bit more that could have been mined out of the comedy world from that kind of they don't know that each other is doing the same mm. kind of job and they're both playing in this one it was just kind of like oh uh it's kind of slow jokes or like slow burn things or like mm. funny awkward situations and then it doesn't yeah. get awkward because it gets very kind of true and real about mm. attacking each other in certain ways and it's still not yeah. really funny sometimes I don't know how much it wants to be funny. Yeah. Here's an issue that I found with it. A lot of the marketing around it does not feel cohesive with what the series was. Mm. So, like, uh, mm -hmm. the title cards, the designer in me looks at the font used in that title card and said, that's not a serious font. This is a serious show. Uh, there were also, like, clips that were kind of, I guess, like, 
teasers before the series came out and they were extremely comedy focused. And when you actually go to the episode that it's referencing from, it's like used a joke from that episode, but it's like kind of condensed it down into a comedic scene. And it's like, this theme is not anywhere in the whole show. Yeah, right. So yeah. the yeah the the marketing and the other stuff around it just is not meshing because it is what the actual it is show was. partly a comedy. Like it says that in the yeah. description, it's like it's comedy yeah. drama, and I'm like, is I, it though? I find it kind of like situational humorous. Yeah. like it's not mm. nothing is outright blatantly comedic. I, I no. felt I felt like some of it was like I felt like a couple of the first episodes there were some absolute slapstick kind of situational comedies where they've gotten like and done things oh, like in the, even the very the, first episode the and and the John Turturro bit yeah um, that very first you know one. there there are definitely moments there I was like oh okay we're going for quite sort of broadish mm. kind of comedy but I it took me probably two episodes to really kind of get a vibe for it. And I realized I, I was expecting it to be more action, more broad. Mm. And this is actually somebody directing who's going for underplaying and is wanting to kind of let things sit for a while. Like it, it it's a, it, it's a slow burn, but mm. it's, I don't know that it had a, if after Yang was a, a, mm-hmm. <laughs> like an action show, I, I don't really know how to explain it, but <laughs> there's, there's yeah. Yang was an action movie. <laughs> <laughs> I think That's what fine. you're trying to say is there's a lot of touching, emotional, uh, relationship-focused moments. Yeah. Where there's a lot of unpacking of feelings and, mm. like, trying to connect with human beings on on a emotional level and then and, yeah juxtaposed with like the odd action sequence and and letting things sit like this mm. is something that I, I when I used to teach film back in um Tassie and stuff like that I always remember I had a, a Korean student who I he'd make films and I'd always say to him look you can you can cut away faster dude and he's like no I I, I know that I want this shot to sit for a bit and it's a thing that you see with Japanese filmmaking and a lot of, the, you know, not necessarily traditional Western storytelling, which is letting an idea sit, letting mm. a, a shot run long, letting the music just kind of explain the emotions as much as the 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 faces of the people. And I felt like there was a lot of that going on, at least in the first half of the series. Mm. Um, and I, I mm. didn't, I noticed there are a couple of, uh, I think Japanese directors on it, okay. um, but yeah, I, I kind of just I got a really different vibe from it. It took me two or three episodes to really kind of get the hang of it, and then the episode with what's his name, um, uh, Ron Perlman showed up, and I was like, oh, okay, I don't know where I am now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of when it does a, a I guess, a, I'm gonna say a one eighty. I'm gonna say a ninety degree. <laughs> Yeah. We're just kind of pivoted a little bit and it's like, okay, now we're just going to lean into action for one episode and just go fully into it. And it yeah. even kind of felt like at the start of that episode, has there been a time jump? I am I think there was. Because mm. 
the the yeah, I think it you get kind of two episodes of of the beginning of things, and then there's a th- a point where they're talking about other missions they've been on. Yeah, yeah, and you're like, okay, has this been two or three years? Yeah, um, and and I found that kind of a little a little discombobulating because you're watching it mm. and you're not quite sure at what stage there are and how that kind of works, what mission they're on and all those kinds of, cause I mean, this is, this is kind of, I think Mr. And Mrs. Smith is built for like, what it, was it death of the week kind of action? Mm. Yeah. Stuff. It really could be like long format, but you know, you know 20, 20 like, episode yeah, season yeah. kind of thing. Exactly. That's something yeah. that I kind of want if it's fun and it matches and you've got good chemistry between the leads. Whereas this is mm. not that it's like a six episode, you know, breakdown of relationship kind of thing with mm. some set pieces throwing. But like I love everyone that they got into this because it was just kind of like, hey, I need you to come and guest do a guestie on my my shop. It's being funded by Amazon. We've got a fuck ton of money and we're gonna do, I don't know, maybe two episodes in Lake Como, because fuck it, why not? Yeah. You know? I'm um, gonna and- <laughs> say I really enjoyed Sarah Paulson's character in this. <laughs> <laughs> and I love I love Parker Posey. When I saw Parker Posey oh, show yeah. up, I was just like, "Really? Yes, <laughs> this will be fun." She's playing another Smith. Amazing. Let's like, yeah. But I felt like not a lot of the guests who were fun to see because it is really about you know the two leads. Um, mm. uh, the guests didn't like they had fun while they were there, but it was almost a little bit like, "Oh, but why? Why was that person there?" They didn't really mm. add anything to the mythos. They don't help the characters evolve further. It's mm. just kind of everyone that shows up. I was like, oh yeah, that was fun, and then oh, they're I, gone again. I would I would argue slightly differently. I think Parker yeah. Posey and um, the other John, who's uh, no Wa- Wagner Maurer or Wa- Wagner Maurer, mm-hmm. um, is, is I have no idea in pronunciation. I think they do add to the mythos because sure. they're the ones who actually come in and say. Okay, so you know that you're part of a much bigger organization. And there are things that if things go wrong, there are consequences. And we've been yeah. doing this for longer than you. And like they kind of, I thought they were quite important because they really built sort of the yeah. world that you, the, and some of the rules that you work to. Mm. But ultimately, it was a li- like that one. That was one of those irritating episodes where, uh, much like Falling Skies, is like, did you seriously just have a big, exciting battle off screen are you fucking yep. kidding me like don't do that 100%. don't do that to me that's so annoying like, you know but sure. it's a directorial choice we don't need to see the violence we just no, need to we see just, the the aftermath the emotion that they went yes. through that helped them bond because now they have a trauma bond and that will explain yeah you know it's like, yes oh, absolutely there was another interesting element to this show that i found was that there wasn't a lot of um on screen showing to the audience of information. You really had to kind of like pass everything through the other characters as they kind of encountered it because you see them in their interviews and you're like, oh, what's going on here? And you don't know what the situation is. And then they're thrown together and you're like, oh, okay, so now I'm working it out. This is what's happening. And then you kind of have all these other characters that are coming in and building the world, like you said, Quidney. And I feel like as an audience member, you really needed that because there was not any other information given to you by the main characters. And I feel like there was a really interesting turning point for me and Jane's character where 
as an audience member, you kind of just take it with a grain of salt that the main characters are telling the audience the truth. Mm. But she lied every time you saw her on screen. Mm. She never once told the truth. And, and then that's... when you discover that as an audience member, that she told you a lie, you're like, <laughs> I don't know what to believe anymore. <laughs> yeah. well, it sort of becomes that unreliable narrator thing mm -hmm. where you're kind of going, okay, so hang on. who? And, and I think that was really smart and deliberate choice to yes. make you as an audience feel completely discombobulated and... I don't know who of these characters I can trust either. Mm. Um, it's funny that we watched this so close to Argyle, which, you know, <laughs> did, did so many of the twists and turns and stuff like that. I was just like, ah, and this does it so much more interestingly. Mm. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. <sighs> and Adsky's like, ah, no, I'm, I'm not into it. I, I just wanted big dumb action. That's uh, not no, what you're going to get. You're going to no. just go watch Argyle. Yeah, yeah, if you want big Stop dumb action, thinking. do our goal. Yeah, yeah. Stop thinking <laughs> yeah. about it. Um, I yeah. did see that that uh, Pete uh, had had uh, sent us a message about what she had experienced because she was not here to do that. Um, mm. uh, talking about how she liked it, it wasn't just spy stuff. Uh, yeah. That it did have mm. a little bit more going on, and he, like as a relationship drama, it's kind it does work. Um, but it mm. just it just gets very disjointed, and I think, like as you said earlier, um, there's a lot of skipping around of timelines, or not skipping around, but like a lot of jumps that go mm. weirdly. So you don't get to see certain character growth, and so when things change, it becomes a bit disconcerting. And that's the same with the tone of the show. Like as the episodes go through, not all of them are funny, not all of them mm. are action, and so you don't know which one you're supposed to be following it for. That's how I mm. kind of did it. It's like, yeah, mm. at the start I was like, oh, this one's fun. Oh, they've got to get rid of a dead body. That's, you know, and they don't know each other very well. That's kind of fun. Like, you understand yeah. that. And then and I've got to say this is something that kind of really annoyed me is that they just don't reference that anymore. Like, mm. he's mm. in the compost. And I'm like, really? And I that's guess it. If you, that's but just if you've time jumped it. a few years, you don't, like, that's, that's the thing. It's like... That's, I mean, that's the thing from back then. We don't need to worry about that. I mean, and that's not the focus of the show. But it does make me fucking annoyed when you can't logic bomb something simply to the point of like we put a dead body in a compost and then and after having wrapped it in plastic, and then it's like that's where it goes. And it's like cool. So if anyone ever goes around there, there is literally a bag of human soup and bones mm -hmm. in a compost bin. And you're supposed to, like, shouldn't they have got a fail for that? Anyway, I don't know. Maybe I'm just too angry. That'll drive the price down. Well, they got a fail for it anyway, but they, that'll drive the price down on their on their uh, their apartment. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, again, that was a fucking, not a Chekhov's gun, but, like, mm. when, yeah. when I saw um, Paul Dano in there, I was just kind of like, oh, oh, well, that's going to come back. Like, you don't get <laughs> someone the caliber of Paul Dano and just give yeah. them a an absolute throwaway nothing character. He's going to be there for, oh, oh well. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. That's kind of. It, I think when you you say that it could very easily have been a 22-episode kind of, you know, plot of the week kind of thing. Yeah. That's what it felt like it was setting up to be, but then mm. it just says, no, fuck it, we're going to skip 10 episodes. And 
now we're at this point in the relationship. Mm. And I think I could understand that decision more if if the episodes felt like they were bigger turning points. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, um, I agree. I agree. I didn't feel like there was enough change exactly. to make me go, oh, that's that's a that's a key point. Yeah, because the biggest moment that threw me off was when they are first in Italy in um Ron Perlman's episode. And then it's like they're they're very close with one another and you know, calling each other dear and that kind hey, of stuff. Like, yeah. And I'm like, hang on, where was the change in the relationship prior to this? Like mm. it it was just like, hang on, what's going on? Like, yeah. And and maybe a little signposting wouldn't have hurt. Mm. A little bit of kind of like, hey, five years later, or you know, um yeah. something just to hang your hat on a bit. Um, I mean, even just, if they'd like the high high had actually been giving them a running tally or something like that. Yeah. So that we could see that there was something that had progressed. But yeah. yeah. I or mean, if like dates of messages were more obvious, something yeah. like that. I don't know. I mean, the, the, the episode titles are just reading through very quickly, which is first date, mm. second date, first vacation, double date, do you want kids, couples therapy, infidelity, and a breakup is like the span of a relationship. I understand that. That's what you're going for. But you don't give a timeline, like how long was this relationship? Because <laughs> yeah, in this, it, it could be anywhere from one year to five years. Yeah, and also exactly. very frustratingly because they don't change in uh, superficial ways, like yeah. their hair doesn't change, their facial mm. hair, their clothing choices, their makeup, their kind of you know physical appearance doesn't change at all. You don't get to follow that along, mm. which is weird. I and yeah, and I, and I think that actually probably would help a lot too, because there are some things that you think, if you'd been going for a few years as a couple, mm -hmm. that probably would have been, would have come up, you know, yeah. um, you know, the the whole thing of of uh, Donald Glover and his you know, relationships outside of the the thing. Um, I, I don't know whether to talk about it as a spoiler or not. Um, um, kind of, but, I mean, there's a very definitive timeline thing where I remember at the start they're both doing it because they want money mm. um, and then mm. and they have that sort of a set goal and then much later in the series it's kind of like, I bought my mum a house and I'm like, what? Like, How? Mm. Like yeah. you should you should be gone by now. Like you know, yeah, your, your whole. But also, I, I I mean, that was the character I was going to talk about. Is like the fact that yeah. you know, if you've been together for however many years, you probably will have dressed the mum thing a bit more. Yeah, you know, if not, <laughs> yeah, if you're that close to your mum, how do you keep that separate for that long? Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, you look at the the first date, second date. Okay, that to me, they feel like very much they're close together. But then first vacation, I I wouldn't have thought that's years away. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, yeah. getting all uh, all kind of caught in. Should we have a think about rating it quickly and then uh, going back into spoilers yeah. after a clip? Yeah, yes. let's do that. Um, anyone want to go first? Ah! Go first. Um, I'm holding space for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give it a seventy. I mean, it was enjoyable. Yeah. I like mm. Donald Glover. Um, I thought the the 
characters were quite interesting. Um, from the the slight gleans that you get from them, they were interesting characters. It just didn't feel like it went into enough depth for me. Like we never got to really explore Jane's past, why she is the way she is, that kind of no. thing. I just would have loved a little bit more character depth and then I feel like maybe the development would have been, you know, earned. Yeah, which then would make the ending feel a little bit more impactful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to rate it a, a, a 65. Um, I think it's, like, it's well made and it's mm. beautifully shot and uh, the characters are interesting. Um, but, yeah, I... Uh, quite often found myself going, I'm not gelling with these people. Mm. You know, I, I find them pretty difficult to be around and I kind of don't care, um, which is, is rough because, yeah. you know, and I do wonder if 22 episodes with these characters maybe actually would have done it more favours because you get to know them better. Yeah. As it was, it was like eight episodes of hanging out with people you don't like. <laughs> and and episode six, which is the one in couples therapy, was yeah. the one that I actually found probably the most interesting because I finally got some indication of who they were. Yeah. So yeah, sixty-five for me. Yeah. Down. I feel it went it went a bit lower for me because I was kind right. of like uh, this, but in that same kind of way, I like I found myself getting bored and disjointed by it, and a little bit kind of like while. It is well made and it's kind of like there's a lot of interesting ideas in it and mm. everyone's very committed to it. So it's kind of that thing is like, unfortunately, I'm going to give it 60. Sorry, Donald Glover, I like what you do and your work and everyone involved with it. But it was just a bit too weird. And you're right, I didn't feel like the characters earned a lot of what was happening. So I didn't feel connected mm. to them in any way. I mean, honestly, mm. you know, they're not really particularly nice people doing nice things they're kind of all about theft murder and extortion yeah you know it's not like it's a good thing and in the end it's just it seems like it's a very pretty canvas and everyone kind of looks the part but it doesn't have any depth to it and that's weird because they're really going to try to show an emotional depth and explain relationships and have this whole thing it's it's like there's three different tv shows in this tv show mm. so it just mm. was kind of like, oh, when it ended, I was like, cool. Yeah. Next season. Yeah. Troy and Abbott in the morning comes back. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ah, yeah. Um, cool. Should we go to a clip and then? Yeah, we'll uh, come back and talk spoilers. To be, I don't know. To be fair, this clip is actually very kind of fun because it does have Ron Perlman in it, and that was very kind of comedy, but it was very subtle comedy, I thought, because they mm. basically turned Ron Perlman into a giant child that they had to manage. Absolutely. And that was, yeah. that was kind of smart comedy. Anyway, mm. meet Toby. We're going to have to jump. I can't make that jump. You can do it. Yeah, you can do it. It's easy. Just watch me. Very slow. All right? You got this. You can do it, Toby. Just get over. Hurry up. One leg over slowly. We don't have a lot of time. There you go. He, he knows we're in a hurry, right? 
It's okay, John. Okay. Boy, if you don't put your foot on yeah. the ground right now, hurry up. Right there, right under you. There you go. Yes. Okay, one more. Uh, you made a very good point there, Quinny. What was that mm. point you were talking about, that clip? Um, so this is from episode three, which is uh, about their first holiday together. But what the the episode is actually about is having to look after a kid um, <laughs> and being responsible for somebody who, you know, throws up on themselves, is, is a, a, you know, a, a big sook, doesn't want to do things, and them having to co-parent. And I think they fucked up on that one because... Yeah. To me, that feels like that should have been later in the season. Mm. Um, yeah. uh, I should put up a spoiler yeah. logo now, so shouldn't I? Yeah, there we go. Mm. Spoiler logos. Spoiler logo is up. I'm going to put it up in between Jill and Yeah. Queen. There you go. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's that's... Oh, hang on. No, that is not in the Dolomites. That is actually... It was Lake Como. It is you... Oh, fuck it. Sorry. Forget everything I said. <laughs> that is, do you want kids? First vacation is in the Dolomites. That's the one up yeah. in the snow. Ah, right. Um, yeah. My apologies. You can't it is, even remember. It makes more sense. But also, there you go. I don't, you know, it didn't work that well for me. Um, sure. I do think couples therapy is one of the more interesting ones, though. That's the one I got yeah. actually in, invested in. in I liked, uh, like, as it ramped up towards the end of it, you know, you got a few more things. Like, infidelity was fun because it showed Donald Glover's uh, John Smith having a life outside of his wife. Mm-hmm. But as it turns mm. out, it's all a twist. Um, <laughs> as always, it's always a twist. Um, mm. But yeah, like, uh, you know, there's there's some great action pieces in there. And even the last one, which was very fun. Like, I got to admit that yeah. kind of chase around mm. the house stuff. And I mean, I guess that kind of harks back to the 2005 yeah. movie. Because it was Except all about the after the two thousand and five yeah. movie, like like that I saw today, they were like seriously trying to kill each other in that two thousand and five movie. And in this one, it's very clear that that John Smith is tr- desperately trying to not murder his <laughs> wife, uh, whereas she seems to not really care about any of that at all because um, she's not a healthy human being. No, but that's, um, that's, as we discovered, I did enjoy the scene where they're both on true serum though. Yes, yeah, that was. <laughs> they quite have to funny. actually finally be honest with each other. I don't know. That mm. seemed a bit. That was a bit like salt burn. Really, it's just like, oh, <laughs> stop, stop kissing that way. It's weird. Uh, <laughs> you know? Not really. Yeah, um, lying around on the ground, kissing that way. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, the, she is such a difficult character because there are multiple times through this, and I thought, is it? Why am I not digging this character? There were so many times I actually was like, wow, you're a bitch. I really don't like you at all. Um, you know, she would say things or react in certain ways, and I was like, oh, oh, wow. Yeah, I don't even think you can call it blunt. She is abrasive. Mm. Yeah. yeah, she doesn't it's give a shit. extremely difficult character. Yeah, it doesn't give a shit if she's hurting people's feelings. And, mm. and now she kind of uses it as a tactic though, to remove herself from a situation mm-hmm. where normal people would be, you know, diligent and polite and try to, like, talk their way out of a moment to remove themselves from a, a situation. Or she will just drop, I don't even think you could call it a truth bomb, she'll just drop the rudest bomb 
ever to get mm. out of a situation. Completely yeah. disarms people and is extremely abrasive and it's just like, peace, and then she's yeah. out. Yeah. And no wonder he didn't want to meet his mother. Part of, part of me that respected that. <laughs> well, yeah. 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 It's like, I want yeah, to meet, there's I'll, a respect where, you know, your girlfriend. Brutal you, do not, you do not want to meet her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm. But, yeah, like, oh, man, like there – I think it was in the trailer at the start. There's the, a moment where she's sort of mocking him, and they're out in out in the woods and stuff. And I was like, "Oh wow, I, I wouldn't blame him." He was like, "You know, fuck you, I'm out." Yeah. And the yeah, then once again, with a bit more time, you could have really explored the idea of him going, "That's it, I'm out. I'm actually, I'm done. I want out of this relationship." And then what does that mean? Mm. Because there's the point that he says, I'm out, then suddenly it's like, well, okay, now you have to kill kill your Smith. Mm. Yeah. And was that just to her or was that to both of them? Yeah. Or because, and, and once again, that's something I think would have been really interesting if he'd gotten the same message because that is then essentially only one of you is allowed to survive out of this. Yeah, but I mean, they'd be doing that like, you know, I know we're in spoilers down now, but like Hi-Hi or The Supervisor mm. or whatever you call it. I prefer Hi-Hi. I think Hi-Hi is fine. Hi-Hi. Um, yeah. uh, has been kind of, you know, grooming uh, Jane Smith throughout the series mm. to try mm -hmm. to drive a wedge in there because it seems like that's fun. And and while I love that there is the mystery of the person who is doing that and setting it, it all up and it's all in super secrecy, it's... It's not as fun as Charlie's Angels where you get like the little voice in a speaker. You never really see them, but they're always there. That's fun. And uh, this one is just kind of like, oh, uh, there's so much that was in there to play with about like, is, are they watching? Are they being monitored the entire time? What does that mean? Do they act differently? Mm. Where do they escape? All those things. It just wasn't yeah. played with. They were explored. We only ever really saw it from Jane's perspective as well. Yeah. So it would have been mm. interesting to see if there was any kind of correspondence between Hi-Hi and John in that situation yeah. too. Yeah. Like are they actually trying to drive a wedge by playing them against each other or was it just we're simply trying to recruit Jane for uh, more uh, daring missions or whatever and to, also, to bring her up a level or whatever? Jane's particular um issues are probably more useful in this yeah. situation having somebody who essentially is well as she puts it she's a sociopath yeah, you know yeah. is a more useful trait for a um inter international spy and killer mm -hmm. um yeah. having somebody who is mostly trying to do the right thing and be a good guy ain't necessarily going to get the job done yeah, it is a strange. It was a strange couple of things because in the end, I kind of felt like, oh, I kind of liked John Smith. He yeah. seems to be, mm. you know, someone who's nice and has his head screwed on. In the end, you're like, I hate Jane Smith. Yeah, mainly it was because... weird. Like they really pushed it that he's the more likable character because you got to see what he yeah. was like outside of that relationship, what he, mm. how he interacted with other people. But then they had a whole argument about that exact same thing during the series, where she's yeah. like, "You're always playing dumb and acting as though you don't know what's going on, and everyone seems to like you about that." And blah blah blah. And I was just sitting there watching it, going, 
but that's how it's coming across. Like it's very smart how you're you're riding around this dialogue, and it, it feels like it's it is part of a husband and wife fight, or <laughs> you know, kind of thing. But also, that's a little bit too smart for what I was expecting here because I just came yeah. to see I just came to see some comedy, like you yeah. Know, yeah. And and I didn't expect there to be a whole bunch of uh, you know questions about um, you know race and questions about privilege and mm. um, and and you know who does the work in a relationship and emotional labor and, um, and which is all good all stuff. that kind of stuff. You like you know there's probably a lot to be drawn out of this. Yeah, but, but I mean maybe, maybe if it was more fun, but, but <laughs> maybe if it was longer and it gave people the chance to to connect with the characters and that was just you know. That's kind of something mm. that I kind of went. It's like it was a very short turnaround to try to connect with all of the characters and, you know, all the people who came in fly by night for their one-offs. It was like, oh, what a fun character. Oh, they're gone. <laughs> oh, well. I mean, pull one out for John Turturro who, who gets <laughs> one amazing episode and a great scene where he's just, you know, ter- telling everybody he's the worst person in the world and then he's like, oh, he's dead. I- oh. <laughs> I mean, I was very sad that Alexander Skarsgård and uh, – a, a, Elsa? No, Isa. Isa Gonzalez. Um, she, uh, they were there at the start, which was like, oh, this is fun. Like, what a great cameo. Oh, they're gone. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and the thing is, I must have, I put the episode on and then started cooking or something. So I looked and, and who's that? What's, what's going on? Mm. And then by the time I looked back, they were gone. <laughs> Never to be seen again. So it wasn't until I was looking at the cast list that I remember that fucking Alexander Skarsgård was even in this. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, right, okay. Better go back and watch that first five minutes again. <sighs> yeah. I like the idea of seeing a, a Mr. and Mrs. Smith origins. Like, because in the, in the film, you see them when they're all fully set up and, you know, established. I'm intrigued by the idea of what how how does one grow to become super spy mr and mrs smith mm. but that's not this this is kind of relationship advice yeah we it's get a little hint of it in the other smiths but yeah and i you that's know better. shout out to parker posey i always enjoy parker posey um <laughs> she's very good in this uh, yes yeah she still had her her best work in blade trinity <laughs> fucking goddamn vampire Pomeranian. Uh, she had she just she had the best time eating so much scenery in that film. I I go back and watch that just to watch Parker Posey, who outacted even Ryan Reynolds in the one-liners kind of thing. Uh, she great. was also one of the best things in the uh, Lost in Space TV series. So. That's true. Yeah. True. Yeah. Smith. Um, uh, do you reckon it's going to get a second season? Oh, big call. Yeah. Likely. I mean, I think it's maybe. likely. Okay. I mean, maybe. No, I wasn't sure. It's got, Cause... um, it's only eight episodes. I mean, but there's a lot of money in those eight episodes. Let's mm. be honest. I mean, if they, yeah. they have to, they'll have to pair it back and they kind of destroyed the set that they lived in. So mm. unless it transfers to them on the run. From this mysterious Mister High High. Yeah, that's where I feel like it would probably go to. Mm. Next. But then it's a different show to altogether again. Yeah, no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think they've kind of shot their their shot, and now mm. anything they do is going to be a very different thing. And probably also, so as as anyone who's watched fucking serialized TV knows for the past how many years, the moment you get your characters together. 
and they're happy or they're, you know, that's the end of your fucking series. Yeah. You yeah. know, Lois and Clark, they get together, end of the fucking series. Um, yeah. Bananas yeah, and pajamas, as soon as they got happy. together. <laughs> end of the series. Yep. Yeah, Teletubbies just became an orgy, terrible oh, end of the series. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Once all of Earth's mightiest heroes came together in Avengers Endgame, end of the end of the franchise. Oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> not wrong. I mean, that's why we have uh, the Marvel Messiah. Yeah, Coming Marvel is, is, is here to, to fix it all. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, oh, Speaking of Marvel what? Messiahs and mm. uh, and <laughs> things, are we all re- are you ready for it? I yo, can't I, wait. You're your right. webbing for this. No, I don't know how I feel about it. I have some shit. There's a part of me that's like, what if it's some like bizarrely great, deep and meaningful film that has layers of meaning? I would love for it to shock me like (laughs) The Flash did. Yeah. Uh, I just, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm really begging for a Morbius. Here's here's my thing. Okay, here's my thing. And please, please, please make this happen. At the end of Madam Web, it just Mm -hmm. like up comes a TVA thing. Like oh, one of those doorways, no. and I want Deadpool to like to walk out and just zap her with one of those sticks, and then, <laughs> <laughs> and then the the credits is just a supercut of him going into all the Sony ones and just getting yes. rid of all the Sony. Pruning I was say, prune he can just them all. prune her, and then just yeah. prune the ground of the Sony universe, or the or and the, just let it all go, or just getting like the Fox sort of stuff, just like letting some of the X Men through, and then. Zip. <laughs> <laughs> not you, you, like not you, you, not you, not you. <laughs> would be duck, just duck, that would be like goose. chef's kiss. You know, there we yeah. go. Um, yeah. Uh, well, we... those are the long odds. <laughs> long odds I mean, considering the rumors going around as to what the fuck is in that Marvel, like uh, Deadpool and Wolverine. <laughs> In terms yeah. of cameos and likely show-ups. And, Considering you know, they have a whole fight scene on a 20th Century Fox logo. <laughs> yeah, I think that's like... It's it's oh, just going to be dear. absolutely wild, wacky, and, and fair enough, which I like. And speaking yeah. of wild and wacky, did we all enjoy the trailers from the Superb Owl oh. today? Oh, I didn't see any of them. Congratulations. Oh, really? Congratulations to Taylor Swift's boyfriend. Yeah, yeah you, you, that's you, so nice. You did football well, I guess. Yeah, he won. Football. He won the football. Yeah, yeah. He hey. did, she did the. He oh, did you the did the thing. Well done, buddy. Yeah, it's yeah. the last um, one. He won it. I like the uh, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes trailer. Um, that looks fun. That. I did, but I don't know. I felt like the apes looked oddly cheap. Um, oh. Yeah, well, that's it, because um, uh, you know the greatest uh, mocap actor Andy Serkis isn't in it. This is true. This yeah. is very, very true. Yeah, no, no circus. Oh, yeah. my God. Twister. Twisters. <laughs> Twisters. <laughs> Do you know what I was 12 fuck? years old when Twister came out? Like, oh, fuck me. Oh, yeah. wow. Really? Wait a yes. Well, now I feel old. Um, did, you did make a good comment there, uh, Jill. I saw in the chat about it earlier. You were talking about, like, influencer 
Storm yeah, Chaser. Yeah, Glenn Powell's character Glenn Powell. is a Storm Chaser influencer. I'm like, fucking sign me did up he just, for this stupid did he shit. Just come, <laughs> did he just come straight out of Top Gun Maverick and just yes. didn't change anything? And he's like, <laughs> pretty much. I think he's typecast himself. Yep. Uh, this is the pretty boy moron. I yeah, was, as I, I said, looked at that trailer, and that's what it feels like. It's a pretty boy moron of a film. I just went. <laughs> I, I said that there. I was like, there better be cows, and no cows. Oh. And I was like, this is fucked. They're saying you know that the they're movie. holding back on the cows. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it'll be in the movie. Like there will, there will be like an entire cow stud farm swept up. Yep. And then because they have to, and then it'll go. Another cow. I think <laughs> yeah. it's the same one. Same cow. <laughs> <laughs> then it'll go over water and it'll become a sharknado and start throwing yes. sharks. Oh, no. Twisters will spin off into cownado and then cownado versus sharknado <laughs> will happen. It's it's the NATO cinematic universe. <laughs> the NATO or the cow the cow NATO will go over a military base and then suddenly all the cows will have guns. Because the stakes are so high. <laughs> Bad cow pun. Fucking hell. <laughs> we will fight for oh. bovine freedom. Welcome. Yeah, welcome uh, to the yeah. 90s. It was a fun time. Um, yeah. And then um, there was the four, could, was it four guy? Oh, the four guy trailer Ooh. looks fucking yeah. great. Hannah Waddington so is was an Australian. is it a, a newer trailer than the one that came out yes. previously? Yeah. Yes. Okay, good. It, it's got a lot of... New things we haven't seen before, but an extended okay. sequence about the Australian accent. Um, Excellent. Yes. Yes. It's interesting. And, that it's, uh, I'm I'm waiting to see what it's going to be like because, to be a hundred percent honest, I'm not sure there was much of a script when it went. It was just one of those green light go uh, mm-hmm. productions. Fun. Which is not. Oh, yeah. Which is not to say it's bad. I mean, if you look at the synopsis or the the explanation of what the original TV show was, is like mm-hmm. stuntman saves the day. Yeah. 22 episodes. What if Stuntman was actually real hero? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. yeah. I just I just hope I like you've n- I've never seen a, a better Stuntman use scene in a film than in Scott Pilgrim. Where Oh yes. Oh yes. <laughs> Chris Evans is it's my stunt team. <laughs> Could get blazed in my winnie. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> it's so great. great. Uh, and then that was it. I don't think there's anything else. Was there anything else that came out on that? Um, if uh, the imaginary friends one is uh, oh, wicked. Okay, so wicked, wicked, I have th- I have this problem with wicked, and it's the same one that we've got an entire episode coming about. So I won't bitch about it too okay. much. But it's this whole thing of going. We don't want you to know it's a musical. Yeah, what is with that in the trailers these days? Musical movies are not advertising that they're musicals. Are they trying to get it under the radar? Are they trying to go, oh, just in case, you know, because we know people don't really Mm. like musicals. Yeah, maybe they're trying to get in an audience that wouldn't necessarily go to the theatre. I guess so. Yeah, and then just once they're in there, they're trapped and they have to watch a musical. But I've I heard a few people talk about that and say, oh, I went and watched Wonka and, you know, 10 seconds in, oh, it's their fucking singing. What the fuck? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, did you see original Wonka? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you know that they've always been musicals, right? <laughs> and the same with Mean Girls. Like, you know, three of the four trailers for Mean Girls didn't show any of the songs, as yeah. with the fucking um, The Colour Purple. Um, one of the trailers I saw 
they were definitely singing in it. But right. Because yeah. I remember the first like first one I saw didn't have any musical oh, okay. elements at all. With, and I was like, I so did we just remake the color pop? Uh Adsky's comment, if you didn't know Wicked was a musical by now. True, but I don't know, maybe put one of the songs in there. Mm. Like have I mean, one of the characters singing. No, you can't do that. That would that would mean that you couldn't uh be as broad as you possibly could on any of the you know, marketing. It's yeah. Like, oh. There was a Kung Fu Panda 4 trailer that nobody gave a fuck about. Um, <laughs> was there? Yep. Oh, I'm just looking up the list of what came out and it's like, nah. Um, really oh, Jack and, like alone. And Knuckle. No, is it Knuckles? Oh, the series. Yeah, that was released a little while ago but was intended as a Super Bowl trailer. Okay. Well, that just goes to show that the writer strike did actually have an effect and let's mm. hope that they uh, can pay people properly to get back into work and start churning out some good content. Mm. That would be good. That's what we're that after. That would be nice. Yeah, yeah. Pay people, mm. right? Pay for good content. Then mm. we'll all be happy. I'm, I'm down for anyone getting paid for doing good work. Yeah. Um, did sure. you, any of you see the Paramount Plus commercials that ran? Yes. Holy shit, they're weird. <laughs> the one with Patrick Stewart throwing Hey Arnold up a fucking mountain face and yeah, Creed, as a, as a Creed is singing. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that was So strange. And there's one with uh, Mr. Spock um, and a fucking puppet. Oh, I, I haven't like, seen that one. Um, Are we the we're yeah. the weird streaming channel? Hey, you know it's like yeah. what? Yeah, uh, like it's just such a weird choice for like. Oh, I why went, would you do that? I went okay. back down the well and I started watching Halo again. Oh, oh I've got the first two episodes two. of that to watch, and is it is it still dumb? Uh, sure. <laughs> it's That's... just I don't know. These the, the, those two episodes were kind of like okay, okay. Like, right? Yeah, yeah. It's 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 setting up for something. Because I mean, did you like? I don't know, Quinny, did you play Halo? Jill, did you play Halo? I played a bit of Halo. Yeah. Did you no. play Halo Reach, Quinny? Halo's um, a boys game. <laughs> yeah, it's a, that's a blue game. Um, <laughs> um, did you play Halo Reach? I played was, a little bit of Reach. I think. Yeah, yeah. Reach, Reach was Maybe. a really good one because it. It was the first time you played as a team of Spartans. Anyway, it was it was good. Right. But now they've just hit Reach like in the show, and I'm like, oh, oh, you could make this go badly. Like, Reach was a good thing. You know, oh, okay. Halo was and... its own kind of thing that people were like, oh yeah, we're playing lots of Halo, and then they did Halo Reach, and it was like, oh, okay, so actual caring about some of people and stuff is not just shooting aliens and yeah. Anyway, hmm. Okay. They're... So should I? Should I, you know, move it up the 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 um the viewing list? I would save them all for a block viewing. Right. Uh, speaking of block viewing, we still like Aquaman too. Oh yes, we gotta get around to that. Gotta get around. I keep saying that. Um, I've I've watched it. I know. I know what it is. Yeah, but what have we got coming um, up? What what else is coming up apart from Madame Webb? Um, our musicals episode at the, the musical end of the one. Month. We're going sure. to talk about Has Been Hotel, Mean Girls, and Walker. Yes. And anything else that people throw up at me three seconds before it has to go live, and then I'm like, I don't have a clip for that. <laughs> Start assembling your clips now. It's going to be a clip heavy show. We love a good clip show. Dion doesn't, but we do. <laughs> we talk about three things. <laughs> so many clips. I hope I've got them all right. Oh, no. Technical. technical ah, what's that clip? <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, the audio's dead. Oh, God. Yeah, oh, the audio didn't work on that one. Sorry, yeah. Dion. Ah. I'm the stressed well, out. Well, thanks for joining us on a Monday, guys. Yes. Um, we appreciate all of you who, who showed up, did the did the homework, or just came along. Uh, yes, I was just uh, asking, was asking, what about June 2? It's like, I tell you, <sighs> I want to see the Shaitalud. Um, yeah. Dion wants his popcorn bucket, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I... Amazed that somebody made an entire sketch comedy about that fucking popcorn. Bucket. Yeah, yeah, did you watch the video? I said it was very funny. Yeah, very funny. <laughs> I um, um and also still quite salty that we didn't get any kind of a thing too. Oh, you can find them on eBay, I'm sure. Oh no, I just what tickets to go to see June two at a preview screening? No. Oh no, I meant the popcorn anywhere. bucket. I meant the popcorn bucket. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, um, we should probably go and see if there's anyone to raid. Sure. Is there anyone? Oh, look, there's all sorts of people. God, people do so much stuff. Um, let's go on raid back pocket. Just for okay. shits and gigs. Okay, then. See you later. Thanks, Enjoy everybody. the rest of your week. Bye. Bye. Yeah, bye. Thanks for listening to the Periodic Table of Awesome podcast. If you have questions, please email info at theperiodictableofawesome.com. Find us on our website, www.theperiodictableofawesome.com, where there's links to our iTunes, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. Until next time, stay awesome. <laughs>